Welcome to Red Zone DFS to our way too early week one preview. We got preseason starting tomorrow night, so we want to get started. We're fired up to get, start delivering some content to you guys. We are a content machine this year. We got our website up. We're on YouTube. We're on multiple platforms. So make sure you follow us and get your DFF, DFS picks from us this season. Vinny and Jimmy, welcome back. What's Good happening? Good to be back. All right, boys, we're going to start this off um, going game by game for week one. And again, guys, this is before preseason is even starting. Injuries could happen. Anything can happen over the next three weeks. But the way too early preview begins. Wait, are we going game by game, position by position? What do you guys want to do? We can just touch on positions. I figure All right. we can maybe do some game previews here coming up, but maybe just hit, you know, go through each position and we can just break it down for you guys, like what – What's jumping off the screen, what we're starting to dive into, and where we're looking. All right. Yeah, we'll get to our best matchups. So let's go um, quarterbacks, boys. Jim, up top, anybody that's jumping off to you early on? Um, so I was kind of looking through this, right, and, and a guy that we – I think we liked to play a little bit last year and then the year before as well, um, pretty cheap, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Going up against the Chargers, fifty five hundred new team. Oh yeah, Ooh. I mean they're playing at home, right? Um, you know they they do have Antonio Gibson, so I think they're going to try and run the ball a little bit. I mean they have a really good defense, right? But I mean they're playing the Chargers. Chargers have a pretty decent defense, right? Um, who knows if Derwin James is going to play ever? I, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I mean, I love them. I'm a big Florida State guy, right? But like, who who knows what happened there? Um, so I mean, I, I I like that from from that standpoint. Um, I also like uh, Kirk Cousins playing Cincinnati Week One. I mean, that that game for me, the Cincinnati Minnesota game, is going to be a game that I'm going to be targeting. Um, I, I mean. Look, it, it's in Cincinnati, right? So Kirk Cousins would have to play outside. I don't think that the Vikings defense is as good this year as it's going to be. Again, injuries could play a big thing into this. But those are those are two guys that I've kind of targeted early on. Um, and then obviously, you know, I, I don't really understand why this guy is so cheap right now. Uh, but Daniel Jones. Oh, you stole played, mine. Playing Denver, <laughs> this is like this is some of the weird stuff that happens week one. I mean, mm-hmm. why is Daniel Jones priced at fifty three hundred dollars? Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a much better quarterback with Saquon Barkley in the offense, which hopefully is going to happen this year, and he doesn't get hurt here in the preseason. They added Kenny Galladay to already with Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram. They got Kyle Rudolph in the red zone. Daniel Jones is set up to succeed this year and go off week one against Denver and only 5,300 on DraftKings. He, he can run the ball a little bit too. Like he yep. can move around a little bit. And then, you know, it sounds like Saquon's going to be good for week one. He may only get 15 to 20 touches, which I mean, that just, I like him even more, right? Cause they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit. They're at home. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to want to open up the season, you know, with a win. And, you know, Dem- Denver just is just not very good. I mean, I know Vic Fangio is there, and I think that the defense is going to be a little bit improved, but I don't know. Vin, Vin where are you looking? So, I mean, I'll try to give one up top, one mid-price, one kind of bargain bin where I'm looking. So up top, I mean, 
The guy that I think is just he's prime for a huge year is Kyler Murray, right? Uh, he's going. He's playing Tennessee. Obviously, I think they're the best team in that division. They ha- they have a good defense, but I just think Kyler's running game. You know, week one is a really problematic thing to have to deal with, right? Uh, they also added a few more weapons for him um, offensive line. They added uh, another receiver to Rondale Moore is like one of my draft crushes. And now you add him to that receiving core with AJ Green. Like, I don't know who's going to eat necessarily, but dude, he just presents problems for defenses. And, you know, he's someone that can get you 100 yards on the ground and a touchdown there. So if you're going to pay up, I mean, obviously you got Mahomes up there, but. I think Kyler Murray is just somebody that I'm, I'm going to be playing a lot of this year. Uh, he's just in a fantasy, like, uh, dream, you know, type thing. So I like Kyler up top. Um, a guy I'm looking at, I had Kirk Cousins on the other side there uh, for mid-tier. I think Cincinnati is going to be fine offensively. They're going to be fun to play. Uh, but they have dog shit defense. Like, they're just going to get – it's yeah, going to be a great – it's going to be great fantasy like games like you were talking about. Every time Cincinnati's on the board, if they've got a good matchup, like you're going to see points given up on both sides there. So uh, Kirk Cousins is someone that, you know, I like. Let's see if Jefferson is healthy. You know, he just went down the other day in practice. So hopefully he's good. Yeah, it's a shoulder thing. I think he'll be all right. Tape it's it early okay. enough in camp that, you know, I, I think he's, he, he's going to be just fine. Okay. So we're good there. And then down low, I'm going with my, my guy, Sammy D. Um, we yeah, that was another one. We we uh, talked about that one, right? We talked about it. I just think it's set up so perfect for him. He's got, uh, you know, the weapons finally around him that he never had in New York. Uh, CMC will be back. So think of eight to ten easy drop-off completions there with yards after the catch. Uh, you know, Robbie Anderson and him revenge game week one versus the Jets. Like, I don't it's know, not- man. I think this is – for me, I just can't get off that. He's 5K. Like, I can't get off it. Yeah, I don't really understand how they came up with that pricing. I mean, you have a halfway decent quarterback now that has the best weapon basically in football in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He's got, you know, DJ Moore. He's got Robbie Anderson. They drafted Terrence Marshall Jr. in the second round, by which I don't really know how he dropped that far. Um, he's looked great in camp. Yeah. Uh, they had, they're going to have a pretty good offense this year. I think and so. I don't, I just, the, what have the Jets done to make their defense? But I mean, I, I know that they have Robert Sala now, and I know he's a great D coordinator, but I mean, he can't play corner. Well, and what do we always know too? Like that defense is, it's very specific. It takes time to learn, right? Yes. Like it's going to take some time for that defense to gel. It's I complicated. Mean, the Jets, yeah. The Jets will be much better in the second half of the year than they will early on, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm taking Carolina in the point, you know, whatever the spread is. Like, I think they throttle New York yeah. right out of the gates. But, Joe, where are you looking? Yeah, I'm just going to add one more here, and it's Baker Mayfield. That team Ooh. is the same exact team it was last year, if not improved. Ooh. Their offensive line is elite. Like, Big they shot. might get the number one ranking this year by the end of the year here. I mean, the only scary part is Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt maybe stealing some touchdowns, but I mean, they're more likely to put cream Hunt in on the goal line and they throw to him. So it doesn't worry me They get Odell Beckham back. I know there was all that talk about Odell being out Baker being better, but the reality is you get a guy like Odell in there. Baker's going to throw more touchdowns. He's going to be more um, successful on the field. So 
that Not offense went nuts last year. They're going to have to keep pace with Kansas City, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Have to score. And, and Kansas City's defense doesn't impress me in this magnificent way. They're an average defense. They're relying on their offense to win games. I like so it. I think that's going to be a shootout. I love Cleveland in week one. I love Cleveland this season. All right. I like it. Let's uh, snake draft it. Joe, why don't you just take us right into running backs? Running backs it is. So at the top, obviously, Christian McCaffrey. Like you guys were just talking about solid. Like I know it's a new defense, but again, it's a new defense. There could be a lot of mistakes. You got CJ Mosley took an entire year off. You don't know what you're going to get out of him. I mean, again, their secondary is terrible and everything, but Christian McCaffrey tears up everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. He's going to do very well. And at 9,500, please, because within three weeks, he's going to be 12000 to $13,000 on DraftKings. So at 9,500, he's an absolute steal. So that's what I'm going to lead off with. All right. Jimbo? Yeah, I mean, for me, week one, you kind of talked about, you know, before we start, hit record, we talked about our philosophies, right, mm -hmm. for week one. Um, based on what we were just talking about with quarterback and based on what I've seen with the receiver pricing, uh, I'm going double barrel paying up. Um, I'm going to be playing a lot of lineups with Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey. Talked about Cincinnati's dog shit defense. First game of the year, they're going to come out for the same reasons why we like Kirk Cousins. You know, we should also like Dalvin Cook. Um, yeah. He's he's healthy. They're not going to work him too hard in the preseason. Um, he's going to be just fine, right? So th those are those are two guys that I'm I'm really targeting week one that you know are in great situations. Um, you know, another guy that you know probably. You know, there was a lot of speculation. Oh, no, like, you know, Wentz is going to be out. It hurts Jonathan Taylor's value. Like, I mean, they're playing at home versus Seahawks with a banged up Wentz. Seahawks don't have the defense that they had. Uh, Clowney is a shell of himself. I, I mean, they just cut Alden Smith. I mean, they don't really have any a lot of answers on D-line, and they're just going to run the shit out of the ball. Jonathan Taylor could have 30 carries in week one. Yeah, um, you know, I like that. I like, dude, I like that call because, like, their their only hope is to pound the rock and keep that it. game close enough. They have, for, yeah, they have a really good defense. I mean, they have maybe they one do. of you know, outside of Fred Warner, Darius Leonard might be the second best linebacker in the entire league. Just mm -hmm. signed a huge, huge yeah. deal. Um, they're Frank Wright. They don't really care how they win. Yeah, right. They're gonna want to keep Carson healthy. They're gonna try and play him right. And I actually hope that Carson Wentz plays because if he doesn't play, I think a lot more people will play Jonathan Taylor because they're like, oh my God, Jacob Eason's going to start. You know, they're going to have to run the ball 40 times. But if Wentz starts, which, you know, today um, some news came out, it's not like he's going to, I think that's going to be a good thing. So those are three high priced running backs. But week one, I mean, there's other areas where I can differentiate myself and get a lot. Of yeah. salary savings, um, we've got some guys when we talk receivers coming up that are, uh, you know, one guy's the, the dead men that I think could score, you know, fifteen to sixteen fantasy points week one. So yeah. th those are my three guys that I'm kind of focusing in on. I'm not going to try and get too cute uh, week one with running back. And like Joey said, I don't know how much longer that we're going to get McCaffrey under $10,000. It's going to be very, very, very quickly. If you look back to 2019, the last year, he was hundred percent healthy. He finished the season 
with 128 more fantasy points than the next person. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah, and th- there was a I, point last year he was 14K on DraftKings. I mean, so playing, at 9,500, just steal that immediately. The playing <laughs> the Jets, like he could yeah. he could be really highly owned, right? He's probably going to be, but like, I don't know. But people are going to want to play some of these other big name receivers week one, right? People are going to want to play Tyreek. People are going to want to play Devontae because they got Aaron Rodgers back. People are going to want to play Kelsey. And like, there's just, I would just rather pay up for those guys and, yeah. and I could get the same production out of, you know, a $3,600 receiver. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Joe, what? Uh, yeah, my, my other guy, my kind of sleeper, it's Tevin Coleman on the Jets. Ooh. So they just listened at the top of the depth chart. The Jets do, they've built up their offensive line, especially the left side with Becton and Vera Tucker. Zach Wilson yeah. is going to be the next, like Jameis Winston, th- throwing 350 yards a game, three touchdowns, five interceptions. They're going to ride Tevin Coleman as much as possible. I think so- Sala really likes how he runs the ball. He obviously coached him for what two seasons, three seasons. Yeah, he's on he's on the team with them. So and Tevin Coleman's issue is he can't stay healthy. So in week one, if he's healthy, I'm gonna ride him. And I think they're gonna ride the veteran running back as they go through this rebuild. So Tevin Coleman's at forty nine hundred right now, and he might get twenty plus carries. So I think that's an absolute steal in week one. Yeah, definitely not a bad call. Two uh well, I guess, yeah, two guys that I mean I I just eyeing. And it's just simply, I know one of them is young, a rookie, uh, but I don't think they drafted him this high to just be the like complimentary piece to Ben Roethlisberger is I think Mike Tomlin is going to ride Najee Harris like Le'Veon Bell. And he's going to come out and he's going to give him the rock 25 times on the ground. He's going to see five to 10 targets. I mean, we saw what, what Ben did when he had a pass receiving uh, receiver or running back. I think they're going to get this kid the ball as much as they possibly can. Um, I just don't think Ben has it in him anymore to like go back and, you know, sling it around, even though he's reported to be the healthiest shape of his life, which <laughs> he looks the exact same. So I don't know yeah. what's going on there. <laughs> what did, he, did he eat five less cheesesteaks? You know, I mean, it's like, okay, yeah. he didn't look any different. Uh, I, I don't get it at all. So I, I just think. Again, you were talking about like fresh legs, young kid yeah, coming out of Bama. Yeah. I dude, I I know they're playing Buffalo, but I think Pittsburgh's just gonna hand this kid the rock all season long. Um, the other guy we talked about this on the passing side of it, but I mean at sixty two hundred, I'll, I'll lock Joe Mixon in almost every lineup I have if uh, if that's yeah. what it's gonna take. Dude, this is another guy that's gonna be a three down back. He's gonna catch the ball out of the backfield. I know that offense is going to be high-flying with Burrow, but he is coming off a knee injury. I could see them playing a little bit more cautiously like week one uh, with him. But, dude, Joe Mixon belongs in the 8Ks, in my opinion. If not, mm-hmm. you know, he could be higher than that, depending on how that Bengals line looks. So I just think that that's just like a massive, glaring, like, pricing mistake. So, I, yeah, I, like I think I think that he's going to be a guy that you can play pretty consistently all year. Yeah. Um, just because he's on the Bengals and they're always going to have a quote unquote bad matchup, right? Uh, I think the DK algorithm is always going to keep him in that, like, you know, low six, low seven range. And, and he's the guy that, you know, Giovanni Bernard is not there anymore. Thank they God. Got, they got rid of him. He's, he's going to go be a pain in the ass for fantasy and on another team, which I actually think he's going to do really well on. Um, and piss a lot of people off this year, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a good one. The only other one that you know we kind of didn't touch on is Mike Davis. What do you guys think about Mike Davis? <laughs> what team is he on again? <laughs> He's, He's on Atlanta. The only running back. All right, so on that's Atlanta. Joe's answer. <laughs> so Dude, I don't I don't mind it at all. I'm oh just fearful, like you talk about week one, right? Like, what do we know? I think Atlanta's gonna be pretty bad this season. I know he's the only show in town, but like, dude, so if forty percent of the chalk rolls his way week one because they're like, oh, Mike Davis, what, how what's he priced at? Fifty four hundred. I'd rather to, go down for I'll, Tevin Coleman at forty nine. I'll have to see the ownership. Fair there, enough, honestly. Fair for enough. Me. If um, Mike yeah. Davis is low owned, I don't have a problem with it because I think he's going to get touches. But I'm not playing. I learned this, and I, I bit myself in the ass again last year with it. I'm not playing chalky, bad running backs. I just won't do it. Like, I'm, I did it last year a few times. I got caught a few times, like, because of, like, the starters out, you know? And so it's like, yeah. oh, the backups, min price. And it's it works, like, one out of five times where that guy actually hits value. So it's like, you can take him the other four, you know, four weeks and beat me once. Like, that's so be it. So I don't know. I mean, Jim, do you like him more than than I do? I mean, if he's going to be chalky, no. Um, my comment to Joe's Tevin Coleman, sure, but Wendell Carter is is going to get touches in that offense. Like they're not going to get, it's not going to be Tevin Coleman getting seventy to eighty percent of the snaps. It's probably going to be like a 60, 40, 65, 35, something like that. I mean, I don't know who else Atlanta is going to give snaps to. My Mike my Davis only thing, my only thing with the Jets. And rookie running backs. We've seen over the years these rookie running backs not getting the carries we thought they would get in the beginning. Second half of the season, they dump it all on them. Once they learn how to pass block, right, once they feel like they can really fit in the offense. But in the first part of the season, I feel like these running, rookie running backs do not get the touches we expect. So I think that they're going to give him the touches, but he'll get more of the first and second down touches. And Tevin Coleman, you know, we're, we're talking about DraftKings where you get to full point PPR, right? So I don't disagree there. Um, I, I just think that Mike Davis, you know, again, it's going to come down to an ownership thing. Um, yeah. Probably the last guy I like is, is a cheap guy that I don't know why he's this cheap because I don't really know if there's any other running backs on that team. Um, it's uh, Chase Edmonds. Okay. So yeah. he's 4,600. James Conner. He's hurt. That's who he's, no, I know, but that's I who he's going to be sharing. James, with. James Connor is a pile of dust. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I have I have him written down, Jim. It, exactly that. If if uh, Connor it comes out, it's definitely going to be a second seat in that back, or he's hurt, which he always is. I'm 100 percent with you. I have him written well, down. I, I I love him as a player. I just I'm not I have a running back share. There is just like, come on. I mean, last year he had some spike games, even though they just wanted to continue to give Kenyon Drake True. The, the ball. I mean, he, he had some very, very solid games. And, and you know, where he's going to be priced, you know, toward the end of the season, he was priced in that, like, low 4,000 range. And he went, you know, 20, 22, 4, 20, 15, 5, 4, 13 and a half, 4,600. I mean – you know, like I said, week one, I don't think I'm really looking for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's something to keep an eye on. I mean, if he's gonna start, like, dude, he's the best back on that team. I just Cliff Kingsbury. He can, catch, he can catch the ball. He can yeah. catch the ball pretty well too. So that's yeah. that was my only thing. No, that's a good All call. Right. You guys ready to move on to receivers? Do it. 
I'll let you guys go first because I guarantee you my three receivers that I like the best, you guys don't have. So, all right, challenge accepted. Vinny, go for it. I'll I'm just going to keep it short because there's like a bajillion receivers, and as we get closer to the season, we'll really lock in on stacks and the guys that we're playing. But my guy up top, if I'm going to pay over 7k, is I really like Adam Thielen. Um, dude, the guy just every week delivers. I thought about Ridley. Um, I just, again, I don't know about Atlanta. So Thielen was my guy up top. Um, Cincinnati, like, I don't even know who plays corner for him. So if that game turns into a shootout, like, give me all the Thielen. It's very true. Yeah, they lost their best corner. Uh, yeah, it's very true. And I think, too, Thielen is, again, if everyone's gonna, if people are going to play Minnesota or they're going to play Bengals and bring it back with someone, most people are going to lean to Jefferson. I, I just like Thielen for some – I got a weird feeling uh, there week one. So I like him up top. Um, I lied. Two guys in the middle that I like. Uh, DJ Moore. He's just part of my Carolina. Uh, him, him and Rob, Robbie Anderson. Uh, and then Brandon Ayuk at 5,700 is just a steal. Like, dude, he's another guy who's going to be in the sevens real fast. He's wide receiver one on this team. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, them in Houston, it's between them for first overall pick, right? So, I mean, get him while you can. At it is. Time. Um, and then my guy at 4,800 down low, uh, he's my sleeper there. I'm taking him in every season long. I'm taking him in every best ball I can is McCall Hardman. Uh, 4,800 dude. He's the number two now in Kansas city. Yeah. Like, come on. And the guy has insane speed. He's gotten better every season. He's finally, the guy's going to get 50, 60 snaps a game. Like, fuck, give me all of them. Kill Hardman. I like, can't. I like that. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so I um, receivers, when it plays out like this, when I really like the running backs and play them up high, like Jimmy was saying earlier, I like it in the 5K range. You know, that's where I like my top receiver to be. I feel like there's a lot of steals down there. And my favorite one for week one as of now is OBJ. Again, he's healthy, he's 5,400, and he's the kind of guy that can have an absolute explosion of a game. And everyone goes, oh, shit, I forgot to think about OBJ. And we forget he is that talented. He's got so, too. Yeah, so I do like him at 5,400. Again, I don't think he's going to stay there that long. And then my second guy down at 4K here is Alan Lazard for the Packers. I mean, Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Lazard is that guy that he might only get you two catches in the game, but go for 95 and two touchdowns. I mean, I mean. Yeah. he's an absolute explosive player, and he's 4K. So those are my two guys that I'm really like, I see my eyes pop when I see them and I go, you know what? I have to have them in my lineups week one, Jim, let's roll to you. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's guys that I like up top, but the, the build that I'm looking at right now, the three guys I like is starting <laughs> the most expensive guy that I really like starts at 5,600. Yes. Yes. Chase Claypool. Um, mm. They're playing Buffalo. I know that they're going to try and ride Najee Harris, but the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, I don't really care if he gets put on Tredav- if Tredavious White gets put on him. He's They're going to have to have him to make big plays. He made a big play already in the preseason, right? He's that big catch kind of guy. For 5,600, I mean, that game's going to be kind of a shootout, I think. Um, you know, I, I'm, that's just a guy that I like. Another guy that... I have no idea why this guy is priced at 3,600 uh, is Marvin Jones Jr. Um, all reports out of training camp in Jacksonville is that he is 
absolutely the stud. Um, he's standing out. I know they have Chark, right? I know that LaVisca Chenault is going to be, you know, the fantasy darling for everybody, but he hasn't done jack shit. Uh, Marvin Jones just continues to produce, you know, with, with good or mediocre quarterback play, right? At $3,600, I mean, I know they're playing Houston, but those are two dog shit teams playing each other. Like, he's going to get the targets, right? He's he's the veteran. He's proven himself already in camp. They love what he's doing. Um, they went out and signed him for a reason, right? Um, I, I like that whole situation there. And then building on our Darnold stack, because because really I'm going to have Darnold McCaffrey and then pair one receiver with him. And the one guy I'm going to pair with him is my rookie in the lineup. My guy, Terrence Marshall Jr., Damn. 3K, the stone men for wide receiver. From a guy that, you know, I know that we watch a lot of college football. We play college football DFS. And, I mean, this guy is just – I mean, how, how can you not, you know, see? I mean, everyone falls in love with Jamar Chase and stuff like that. He's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. He dropped all the way into the second round. Um, he's already built some good rapport. And, I mean, if you, you, you know, have to pay attention to, you know – the reports out of training camp. He's a guy that I'm going to be really excited to watch in preseason um, because I think he's going to surprise quite a bit of people. You know, Robbie Anderson's the burner. Um, you know, DJ Moore plays a lot out of the slot. He, he's going to be their other, he's going to be their Y, right? Robbie yeah. Anderson's going to play a lot of X and he's going to play Y. And, you know, th those are kind of my three guys. Obviously I like a lot of the guys up top, but again, I'm going double barrel for expensive running backs, the, those those are the three guys that I'm going to zero in on. There's some other guys in the cheap range, right? But those are kind of the guys that so far um, that kind of fit the build that I'm looking at. I like Sterling Shepard, um, especially if if uh, if Galladay still has battling the soft tissue injury, which he seems to battle every year. Um, you know, he's be fine. As of now, if they say he's running at practice and it's not even week one of preseason. He'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, now, he'll be now. fine. But you know, he's he's the apex receiver. He's going to draw all the coverage, right? So mm -hmm. I think Sterling Shepard out of the slot is going to be great. Um, and then the last guy that, again, I, I don't really understand the pricing is Jerry Judy at forty eight hundred. Like, did did anybody watch the games last year? Like, this guy is yeah. the most explosive receiver that Denver has. They're going to get him the ball. I yeah. mean, there, there's. I saw a clip on Twitter from Broncos practice today where he took a dog shit pass from Teddy Two Gloves that was thrown a yard <laughs> behind him, broke a tackle, and then ran for 65 yards for a touchdown. Right. So yeah. I mean, he's doing that with Teddy Two Gloves. I mean, he's it. That that's a guy that you know. Again, I, I can't see him being at 4,800 for very long. Um, Drew Locke and him have a good rapport. They're playing the Giants. Giants don't have any corners. Um, so those those are kind of the guys that I'm going to circle around. But Terrence Marshall Jr. is absolutely going to be one of my guys in the stack. I think a lot of people are going to stack that game. Um, and I think he's the one guy that people, because he's a rookie, unless he just absolutely blows it out in preseason, that uh, that could be pretty low on. I like it. Well, right. I guess final position uh, – We'll just let Jim do this because there's one guy, one guy only we play on this podcast and show <laughs> at tight end. So, Jim, you want to just touch on your boy real quick? Are, are you are you talking about Irv? 
I'm talking about Big Earth, man. Talk about talk about Big Earth. Forty two hundred. I saw Jim slobbering all over highlights from him today. On <laughs> oh man, he's like you might have to turn the camera off like, here. Yeah. Good, you know, my hands are up here. I promise. Um, <laughs> by the way, I randomly will see a highlight, but like. Every time I see an Irv, Irv Smith highlight, like I from past, I don't even have to see who it came from. Somehow you retweeted it, and I don't know where you get this, like these, these archives. But you're just, it's like random click slit, like catch and turn up the field, and it's just like Jim, he just I can't has get a, enough. I can't Jim get just enough. Has an, Jim just has an Irv Smith periscope going at all times. Oh man, <laughs> please, please, right? If they, if they, if the NFL um, allowed you to pay for program that you could just have the the spotlight on that player for the entire game yeah exactly it would just be the irv can um (laughs) look there he's a super athletic guy they're playing the Bengals. um you mentioned it you know justin jefferson might be a little bit banged up still once it comes to week one they want to get him involved in the offense he's running more and more wide receiver screens they're 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 now at the point where he's comfortable enough in their offense where they can design plays for him, just like they do for Kelsey, just like they do for Kittle, right? Like they're designing specific plays to get him the ball. And at $4,200, like it allows you in that lineup that I'm talking about, I'm just kind of building it as we're shooting the shit here, but like it allows you to then play basically whoever you want to in the flex and, and then go about your business. Right. So he's, I mean, he's obviously a guy, um, you know, Kelsey, everyone's going to play Kelsey. Uh, a lot of people are going to play Kittle, right? They're playing Detroit. But I think the Niners are going to just try and run the shit out of the ball. They have 800 running backs, and they have basically no receivers. Um, so they're going to try and run the ball a bunch. Um, I, I'm more than happy to go down for Irv. Uh, I think that's a good one. And you got to remember Kyle Rudolph is no longer a part of the offense. I mean – even though it wasn't that big of a factor in the passing game, he still stole a lot of snaps. In, in, a in the lot red zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot Just of goal line snaps. So that's a huge bump. Huge bump. Yeah. Um, my guy, yeah, it's Logan Thomas. And with Fitzmagic, dude, Fitzmagic's just going to get it done. Logan Thomas just got his contract extension. He got it for a reason. The guy is an absolute stud. Um, he's obviously just getting, getting used to playing tight end. Sure. I mean, I feel like it's going to get even better. Um, and the football team looks good. I, um, I'm excited to watch them this year. So Logan Thomas, I'm, I'm in on him on week one. And that's only 4,600. So you're not jumping up too much off of Irv there. Nice. I mean, the potatoes are going to be good. There's oh, no yeah, the potatoes, baby. The only <laughs> other guy that I would say below that that I'm looking at a little bit early on, and, again, we have to monitor like what this offense is going to look like, but Jack Doyle at 3,200. Uh, whoever plays quarterback, if it's not Carson, even if it is Carson Wentz, like, that offense does involve the tight end a lot. And if you're going to give me a, a quarterback with no experience back there that has to just, you know, dump the ball off, move the chains a little bit, I mean, sure. 3,200, you're not going to get max, like, production out of it. But, again, if you're going to punt the position and just play big elsewhere, like, I think you could do worse than Jack Doyle. So that's just another like thing on my radar. Um Cool. Well, Joe. All right. Yeah. So that's yeah, enough for positions, it. right? Or, yeah, enough positions. Um, we're going to do our final category here. What do you think our most frustrating teams are going to be this season to play in fantasy for whatever reason? It could be whatever reason that angers you, multiple running backs, the quarterbacks, dog shit, like whatever it is. So I'm going to lead off with Jim on this one. One team. We'll snake it. Oh. 
Well, I mean, I hate to do this because I know you're a fan of theirs, but it's going to be the Raiders. They're on um, my list. <laughs> um, you know, I'm the most self-hating Raider fan there is out there. So, <laughs> I mean, I was so excited for them. I wanted to play a lot of Josh Jacobs this year. They go out and sign Kenyon Drake. Very, very. I, I wanted to play fantasy. so much Henry Ruggs last season, and they continuously would just look for reasons, apparently, to not have him on the field. Um, I'm very scared I, of the Zay Jones factor. Gruden's hard on for Zay Jones. I heard I don't, today too. They're like all over Willie Sneed. You know, like that's he's like, on the team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. So and he's so going to steal snaps from Hunter Renfro. The Raiders are frustrating in every fucking. So, so, so that does it for me. They have some of the most exciting players. I think Brian Edwards is a fucking stud. He's a, dude, that's fucking T.O. out there, dude. The guy's a I, beast. I think the Niners should try and trade for that guy. Like, look, Raiders, if you guys don't want to play this guy, you know. He is leading, he is leading on the depth chart, but again, that still might mean 25 snaps with Gruden. So that's what scares me. Yeah, I mean, who knows, right? I mean, they have guys that I want to play. They have those big time, big time athletes, right? They have the Bama guys. They have guys I want to play, but like, I literally have no idea what Gruden was actively looking to get Jason Witt in the ball when they have maybe one of the top three most athletic tight ends in the whole league, right? So thank yeah. God Jason Witten has, you know, finally been cremated and turned into actual dust, not just walking <laughs> dust. So <laughs> I really, and I like Derek Carr. I mean, that's an explosive offense. Like he can throw the ball, right? And the Raiders yeah. defense sucks. So they always have to keep throwing. So they have guys that I want to play, but like, I, I just can't play Zay Jones. I, I just can't right. play guys like that. Right. Like it, it's just very, fr I can't play Willie Sneed. Like I'd rather, of, cut my I'd rather cut my finger off than play Willie Sneed. Like I'm just and not on top of play, that. Right? And on top of that, Derek Carr. I mean, I know he pushed the ball downfield a little bit more last year, but he's gonna have to prove that again this year for a couple of weeks for me to start going Derek Carr in that Raiders offense. True. You know, he wasn't he wasn't dump off Derek in comparison to his other years, but he still wasn't even in the top ten in his downfield percentage. So when he can prove he can go downfield, that's what I'll get on the Raiders. But he, he still puts up stats, dude. I no, mean, no, no. Him individually, he does. But he'll throw to 12 different receivers. Well, I know. And so it might be four the, different running backs. And it's like, it's, that's the issue. So how, that's, 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 that's the reason why he's my – they're my number one most frustrating team that I will be playing and be very frustrated with this year. I like very it. solid uh, <laughs> number one pick out of the shoot. <laughs> it's, nope. it's a layup. Go ahead, number two. I knew they'd never last to me at pick two, so I didn't even research him. But, uh, dude, I think I'm going Cardinals. I It's for the simple reason that I think Kyler is going to have a really good year. But this is a team that has, like, six deep at receiver, multiple tight ends, multiple mm -hmm. running backs. Mm -hmm. I The problem I have is, like, if you're going to play Kyler all season, you're almost like – like, what are you doing if you're not playing Hopkins with him, right? Like, that's – like, why would you not play a receiver one and the guy who's the best on the team? But there's going to be games when it's, like, Christian Kirk day, Rondell Board day, A.J. Green can come out of the grave and catch yeah. three. Yeah. Chase Edmonds, or is James Conner going to snake three touchdowns? Like, I just think – like, they're going to score a lot. I just have no clue where it's going, and that's the problem with the spread offense, right? Like, it's just going to go in all different directions. I know Kyler's going to eat, but it's like, who the hell do you stack them with, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I thought about other teams, but I just feel like they're going to be the ones who I want to play the most. It's going to burn me the most this year. So okay. 
I feel like what's going to burn me the most and the team that's going to piss me off the most for fantasy is the Texans. We all know they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, but Deshaun Watson is still like the number two, you know, pro football focused quarterback puts up massive numbers. I mean, unless he goes to prison midseason or something, but he's QB four right now in the depth chart. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, but then we have the running backs. They have David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and Rex Burkhead. Like they're all going to get touches. That's going to be the most irritating backfield of all time. At wide receiver, you That's got Brandon so Cooks, Chris Conley, Anthony Miller. Like you're going to see Anthony Miller somehow catch like four touchdowns in a game, and they're going to lose fifty-two to forty-eight. Like the so Texans, think- you're not going to know who the hell's getting the ball. They're going to put up numbers on offense. They're just going to get smoked every game. <laughs> So I think so I think in in games whoever plays quarterback there I mean I don't know if you really want to want to play that person but I think that Anthony oh, yeah. Miller and Brandon Cooks can both be viable I mean they're they're just going to get so much volume that those two guys are going to be good but the, I the running backs like those running backs you just listed off it just <laughs> they should legit trade Watson and just run wishbone. With like, four, like <laughs> as the quarterback is the like the running back. Well, the Phil Blinsey's got experience from last year. I mean, you just get all four in the backfield and just run the what do they call the old Packers? The four horsemen back there and just like let them like just run the ball every play. <laughs> just go for the first pick. Let's do so it. Bad. Oh, I love so it. Bad. <laughs> cool. So bad. Well, that kind I'm of glad, wraps up. Uh, what's I'm glad right. they. I'm glad they at least let JJ Watt get the hell out of there. I mean, he can still way he can finish his career with some dignity instead of maybe, just being maybe, maybe the best player <laughs> in the franchise was like asked politely to like please cut me, and they were like, yeah, we feel like, like yeah, sure, no, no problem, bud. <laughs> like care. the most like the most honorable player in the NFL too to never complain. He's like, please, for the love of God, get me out of here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Cool. Well, Jim, do you want to touch on real quick before we jump out our, uh, the promotion that you're rocking on Twitter? Yeah. So, you know, everybody, I tweeted out a contest. It's pinned on my tweets. I'm at JJ McIntosh. Um, we'll put it in the show notes, all of our handles, uh, but we're doing a cool giveaway. So depending of our red zone DFS account, you got to retweet the tweet that I have pinned. And then if our DFS account gets to 500, we're going to do a random to give $50 in credit away for somebody to buy a piece of memorabilia or a card that they want on eBay and I'll buy it and send it to them. If we get to 750, we're going to do 75. And if a thousand or more, we're going to do a hundred. So, I mean, it's just free money. All you need to do is just go retweet the tweet that I have pinned and then follow at red zone DFS. And and that's it. Um, Everybody, you know, once we hit one of those milestones, I'll put everyone's name. I'll go live on Twitter and put everyone's name into a randomizer. Whoever pops out, I'll shoot you a DM, and then uh, you just got to let me know what you want me to buy on eBay, and uh, and I'll get it sent to you. So it's a pretty cool thing. Um, you know, obviously for the site this year, we're we're not charging anything for it, um, but we want to do want to spread the word as much as possible. So you know, if you can retweet it, tag some friends. Um, it's free DFS advice. Um, we don't claim to be experts at this, um, but we you know, I've been pretty successful over the last six, seven years playing DFS. And it's something that, you know, a lot of people, you know, have reached out on Twitter, you know, after posting some of our screenshots of like, Hey man, like how you guys doing that? Right. So this year is just a culmination of kind of what we've been doing the last couple of years to formalize our thoughts a little bit better and to see if we can't help people out, um, just formulate their thoughts and, and maybe put together some better lineups this year. So 
you know, that contest is just a way to, so we can grow, grow our uh, name as much as possible. And um, we'd appreciate it if you uh, joined in. Well said. Well said, my friend. Well, I will throw all the links, uh, all of our handles, everything into the comment section. But, you know, uh, obviously really help us out for a follow, subscribe, review, comment, whatever. I mean, that's kind of our whole game is, uh, you know, like Jim said, free content, but like interacting and building kind of a community, you know, with this. So, um, yeah, we'll have plenty of content coming out soon. We just couldn't wait to get out um, start talking about this stuff with what, four weeks out to opening kickoff. So, uh, hey, it's all good. Let's get into it. So, uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for tonight. And we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Later. Peace. Bye.